go. That'll that's work. not a bong. I don't know <laughs> what that is. Now that's a don't really have a bong sound effect. That's a dude hitting it hard. <laughs> that's a guy blowing bubbles. Got an email from a guy that says, John, let me be the first who says he understands. As a pothead, a day-to-day pothead, let me tell you how much I hate 420. What's happened here is you've excited potheads into thinking they're going to be your best friend. And what they've done is push you further away. It's like telling a woman you're going antiquing with her and she won't stop talking about it. It makes you not want to go antiquing anymore. I get it. Enjoy your mild drug habit on your terms. Thank you very much, Mark. I I like the one guy that said you, you spooked the racehorse. You spooked the racehorse. What I, you've done, you're, and he said I was like Edward Scissorhands. You want to go out and cut the trees. Too many people are acting crazy about it, so I'm just going to hide in my room. I get it now. My buddy Doug, who's going to U-Fest with me, hammered me yesterday with questions. Yeah. I'm just like... Am I your second wife or something? <laughs> right. Listen. Settle down. It go, makes you not want to go. Yeah. Go to the yeah. website, 98K. Yeah. It's all the info's right there. How yeah. big of a bag can I bring? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I have a guy who I got tickets for. And he's like, uh, and he's a good dude. So he's like, do you get uh, tickets? I'm like, yeah, I left them at the front for you. Okay. What are they? I don't know. Tickets to a show? What does that entail? <laughs> yeah. You getting in a car, driving to a show, and getting in the show. Handing over a ticket. But then what? <laughs> Let me sing it to you. Put one foot in front of the other. You want to strangle him? What do you mean? He was looking for more. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm like, did you need more? Oh, no, no, no. I really appreciate the tickets. I just don't know what does it get me into. Yeah, do I get backstage? Do I have VIP? The show. (laughs) Beyond that, it's up to you. Then what? Do I hang with with you the whole time? Uh, Yeah. When are you getting there? You know what? I'm not going. You're spooked. I am, I am easily spooked. I admit that completely. But when the Wheaties came out of the woodwork last night, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is going to be. I don't want uh, these idiots following me around thinking we're all best pals. In fact, you're pushing so hard, Wheaties, that not only will I continue my mild drug habit quietly away from you, I'll go back into the closet, never talk about it again, and also probably start voting against legalization of weed because you're driving me bananas. <laughs> Knock it off. You're too excited. And you're right. Doug is. Too many questions, too much too much contact over something so simple. Yeah, just, we'll meet up tomorrow, 4 o'clock, no, leave me alone. <laughs> why, why, yeah. And That's there, simple. There are those people who just can't handle not having an itinerary mm-hmm. placed in front of them. It's like, hey, I'll meet you tomorrow, brass tap, yeah. before the thing. For You sent me a perfect text yesterday, hey, we're meeting up tomorrow before the show if you want to go. And then Eric also includes something I really appreciate, no big deal either way. Right. That hey, is yo, the thing. He's really yeah, good no big deal that. either way is a great sentence to include in a text. Because it's like, okay, I don't don't feel pressure. It's not like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be disappointed or sad or feel, th- you know. It's, I'm a normal person. You can come or not. <laughs> or it's not. not going to make me sad. I'm not going to be one of those weirdos. And he follow up with, like, like what Dick Mitta does. I thought we were getting together, yeah. man. What happened? Our friend David Warren, when he texted me that one time, it would mean a lot to me. <laughs> oh, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Spook the racehorse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What do you mean it would mean a lot to you? Well, you know, I'm going to be out of town for a while. All, right, all you got to say is, heading out of town, let's hang out before I go. Wait. No big deal either way. Chances so are the racehorse is going to come you? trotting up going, hey, what's up, guys? We ready to say goodbye to David for a few? It would mean the world to me, friend, <laughs> if you could show up at my goodbye party. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Man. <laughs> goodbye Uh-oh. party. Uh-oh, Uh-oh he was dancing. coming back. <laughs> He's dancing. <laughs> he won't get in. <laughs> Coming back in a week. Wait, yeah. see, Biscuit. Went, well, yeah, and that's, I think my text was, it went right from, the whole text was like a million letters long. And then the first line was, it would mean the world to me. And I think I focused on that and said, aren't you coming back? <laughs> well, yes, of course I'm coming back, but 
Not for weeks. I don't see you for weeks at a time when you're here. <laughs> People are strange. Yeah, very. But yeah, don't spook the racehorse. And Wheaties, you're spooking me to the point where I'm actually going to start like marching around in a suit downtown, screaming, don't legalize this. They're all nuts. Calm down about it. Calm down. It is funny, though, how, you know, as you age, you know, my 40s again, I'm talking about my Here 40s, we go. That uh, you just don't care about that stuff anymore. What do you it's, mean? It's just real easy to blow it off. Oh, yeah, no. I, I, if it hurts your feelings, I don't care. Yeah, that's like, your problem. That's what your, is wrong with your you? Your sensitivities are not my issue. <laughs> and that's the best thing I took from that fake marriage counseling I had to do right before my divorce. It was basically just, uh, let's see if we can do this about hitting each other and then sign the papers. But he basically said, you do realize it's not your job to make anyone happy. Hey. Hey, that... That just uncuffed me. Epiphany. <laughs> this is, you're right. I've it's been trying fault. too hard. I've been, I've been working at this too much. <laughs> what you're saying is I'm too good at it. I need to pull back a little bit. And let, yeah, it's her fault she's not happy. It's her fault this is going on. She can't find happiness in her own life. It's not my job. I can't. Same thing with all this other stuff. It's not my fault you're sad. It's not my fault. Uh, and unless I said, I'm going to show up, man, I'm going to be there. And then I don't show up, it can be disappointing. Because you're like, wow, okay, well, you wow. li- you just, yeah, you try you just not flake. To you're a flake. Yep. That's different. But don't start an in- invitation with, it wouldn't mean the world to me if you would meet me at Gino's East for one last piece of pie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be gone for the weekend, you know. and You'll be back Monday, right? Yes, yes, but the weekend without contact. Or your going away party for what's his name with him and his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Strangest day of my life still. That made me feel uncomfortable t- the racehorse is in the cage again. I'm scared again just thinking about that. Sean Knight. Yeah. Sean Knight had yes. a going away party. Dude, I'd love him. I got a show in Iowa. I'd love to sit down, pick your brain, and say goodbye. Uh, we're having a little thing over there at the garage. I'm like, oh, great. Sure, I'll be there. That sounds fine, Sean. I'm, good luck. Good luck. And I wanted to be a nice guy and say good luck to you. Congratulations. You had a nice run. I sit down. The only one in the whole place at 1145 in the morning, just a little lunch. There's Sean, some girl, just the three of us. And I met his girlfriend who was moving away with him that day, bought them lunch. And you picked up the tab. I said goodbye to them. <laughs> There's nothing stranger than the phrase, it was nice to meet you. Goodbye now. I'll never see you again. I uh, will miss you. I, nothing worse than saying it was nice to meet you at someone's going away party. It was a good run. Yeah, it was a ni- we had a really nice, t- the 28 minutes we spent together was Having a party, man. Unforgettable. <laughs> you and you me. In- you invited me to a lunch I will pay for. <laughs> To say goodbye to you, something that I was probably, it weird when the check came, like it just sat there for a while. Uh, no, I can't do that. I'm a payer. <laughs> You're just like screwed. Plus, I realized the that guy makes was it, like, it. It yeah. cuts it. It's a nice ending. That's right true. before You're the check up, came, yeah, he had like thank you. one dollar in his wallet that had been washed eleven times, and like a credit <laughs> card that looked like it would it would cry if you touched it. Ah, oh, been there. You know what? I got this, buddy. <laughs> been there. It's not that big. I'm going to buy you in this. What's your name, Vanessa? No, it's Emily. Whatever. It's, it's a, you're going away party, Emily, so I want to be special. Yeah, when Toledo had those problems, you just laughed at him. though. Yeah, because he wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> he didn't have those problems. I assumed those problems upon his. <laughs> Actually, by we his, all laughed at him. Yeah, when Sean sat down across from me and I saw their tattered rags, I assumed their problems. I didn't know if his card was any good. <laughs> I thought he wanted to talk about because he was doing a show out there. He's like, I just wanted to see if anyone was going to ask me to do stuff for him. I just wanted to see if I could get you to, you know, give me some advice or pick your brain. I'm like, sure, I'll, I'll go to this thing. When is it? Show up. I was the only one there. And I was paying. 
for a goodbye party I did not throw. <laughs> he did send me some texts sometimes like, where do you get your Brady Report stories and uh, your premature releases from? Oh, yeah. Uh, this thing called the internet. I like so him. I never respond. <laughs> I never and respond. the worst part is that I really I, – I liked Sean. He was a nice guy. But that was weird. I So I just imagined him in Iowa doing the Brady Report. Sweating. <laughs> yeah. He calls it yeah. the Brady Report. The Shawnee Report. report. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's doing, but it was a tearful farewell. This, then the racehorse was spooked. Big time. It's yeah. going to be fun tonight, John. Don't I'm going to have a great time. I've had great times at a lot of our shows, and I can't wait for the gaming center. The gaming center is what I'm most excited about, that big arcade. What I'm least excited about is Wheaties following me around like I'm Rocky. I have a feeling <laughs> like it might be Piper? Yeah. Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how they're going to run that thing because uh, is there going to be a line for games? Or I don't know. I have no idea what it looks like or whatever. We're going to find out when we get there. Yeah, it's Forrest Gump. I'm just going to keep on smoking. I'm done. What do we do now? You just may have saved my marriage, man. Say that happiness phrase again. Yeah. What the dude looked me in the eye after he told me, he goes, you're either the best actor or the best liar or the most honest person I've ever seen in this room because my wife's sitting there and she wasn't telling all the tales. And I'm like, well, I'm just being, I'm, I'm done with the trying thing. And, I, and he goes, well, he goes, you realize, great phrase, it isn't your job to make someone else happy. Yep. And it's a du- man. It, it a makes fact. you uh, realize not only on that on that side of it for yourself too. You like, have to she be happy. Can't make me. Exactly. You can't I make someone to, else happy yeah. if you're not happy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it can't happen. And that All day, my eyes were like, "Whoa, you're right." It's been my tap dance for the it's, last it's year tough and a half. To really her happy. In. That's been the problem. Everything I thought I was doing right turned out to be the problem. I sat and tap danced around someone who couldn't find joy. For all sorts of different reasons, trying to be Mr. Fix-It wasn't my job. And, you know, and then he said, you have to realize that if you care about somebody, you got to let them find their own way. That you doing this isn't helping. So I'm like, beautiful. I left that, I left, I literally left that thing a different person. That day, it was about 11 minutes. I was very late because I had already started the process of like, I'm done with this. This I'm trying too hard and it seems like I'm the only one. So I kind of had it in my head. He hit me with that phrase. I was open to it. Walked out of that room a different man. Completely different man. Now, I wasn't altogether put together properly after right. that. I was doing all sorts of stuff on my own there that was like trying to figure out how where this ends up. I was a little bit lost. But that was the phrase that pays right there. That was the one that got me through it. And it isn't. Yeah, good. Save your marriage. I hope that works. I hope that's a piece of advice that moves forward for you, too. Because I'm telling you what, man, that was a life changer for me. And then defining it, you know, what what is it that doesn't make you happy? Didn't care. Me? Right. But for the person that's saying, okay, I'm not that happy. That was the problem. Why, why are you not happy? My search for her yep. unhappiness yeah. was digging into her past. Yep. And that's when I said in the therapist's office, have you told him about your dad? And the inappropriate behavior with your dad, ah, the tears start flying. Have you told him about, you know, whatever else it is you're up to? Ah, oh, you're not even open about it. I'm the one yeah. who's open about yeah. it. I'm the one who's open about your life. I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to solve it. I'm an, I'm an idiot is what I am, and I need to walk away from this. Oh, it's a great phrase. Such a great phrase. Make yourself happy. You'll make others happy. That's, that's just as simple as that. It's very Zen philosophy, but it's truth. No, you. You did it too, Rich. Oh, yeah. Your ex-wife was the same way. Absolutely. Trying to solve her problems through you. When I found out that they had been meeting for a month already, 
And yeah. so he had ammunition against me, and it was the yeah. two of them against me. With what she wanted to, yep. which, which she wanted for that. But she found she a, wanted to set up. Yep. Like me, we were willing monkeys yep. in the hey. He okay. can kind of cushion my sadness for a little while and make me okay until it doesn't need, work anymore. I think we need counseling. Okay. Yeah. I'm all for that. Go get him. I didn't know that you had been counseled. She prepped him. For a month yeah. and prepped him. Oh, it's great. It was great. But, a, you know, a, yeah. Again, not your I job. hear that. It yeah. isn't your job. Don't you do the other side of this, Brady. Yeah. Do you Don't have you another dare? side? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm okay. saying, uh, I was <laughs> going to say on the counselor side, you know, you hear the good ones can assess that. You don't want to be the, the teamed up one, and I've heard that most time. It's hard yeah, not to. I think you always feel teamed up. Because you're like, wait a minute, yeah. there's a... Yeah, you know, I've gone through the same it. situation where my wife had been with the person for yeah. a long time, and I yeah. came in, and it was great. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. I had the nine That's a bad shrinking. Well, it isn't necessarily it's a bad uh, patient, because what I yeah. discovered with mine was... Uh, she manipulated it a little bit. She wasn't telling the whole story, right. so you go in, and the counselor is really good when she sat back and said, now she's saying this. And she's saying this, and I'm like, well, none of that's right. Mm-hmm. And then so she wasn't blaming, but she you, was do, lying. you do look over like, really? This is a setup. And you do feel like you're being set up. Oh, yeah, I can see that. It's not Absolutely. your job to make someone else happy. It'll happen naturally if it's going to happen at all. Oh, what a sense. I'm glad. I hope I saved that guy's marriage. Or I hope I, I got him off the marriage train of miserable marriage and saved his life. Now he's divorced and happy. Cordell and Cordell, they do great work. And if you're saving your marriage, then there you go. Yeah, don't be the dancing monkey that's trying to figure out why she's always unhappy and you think it's your fault. It's not. Or vice versa with a chick. You're not going to change him. If he's miserable and you're dancing, it ain't your fault. Uh, It's 648. Speaking of uh, people who are miserable uh, today, I was in the kitchen there uh, right before the show started. And I walked in, and Neandermark is in there. And uh, he's, I come in, and his back was turned. He was making a coffee. I like, I, like, I like Mark a lot. He's a nice guy from the Tim and Mark show. And uh, he's standing in the kitchen, and he says, uh, I said, good morning, sir. As I came around the corner, he goes, who's there? And he turns around, and he goes, oh, almost with shock in his voice. Oh, I didn't think you guys were coming in this morning. I'm like, oh, no, 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 we don't do much with the uh, U-Fest concerts in the morning. It would be kind of pointless. show starts at like 3. So we do the show here. Oh, you're going to be here the whole day, huh? Yeah. Fitz does his show, though, from from the sh- from the. Yeah, I think Fitz will do it. Like at 2 o'clock, we'll start having yep. The crew over there. It's like, oh, oh. So you're going to be here all morning. Like, yep, going to be here normal times. Morning shows here at normal times. Well, the reason he's inquisitive about this is because the Tim and Mark show over there are having a barbecue for the entire building. They happened to schedule it on a day. They thought we weren't here. And Uh, and most of the staff is not here. Yeah, most of the KUPD staff is not here. So they're having it. They felt like it's their building again. Without us. Or... They didn't realize it. So here's my plan. <laughs> Great. If, in fact, this was an all-campus rocker for everybody who works here, they're going to have a lot of extra food. They're going to have too much. Way too much. So if anybody's in the area on 52nd Street and McDowell, Tim and Mark will make you a burger. Because <laughs> they're going to have... Hot dogs and burgers. I guess probably that's 25 nicely. or 30 extra burgers here because that's how many people won't be here for the barbecue plan for all of Hubbard Radio. I hate for Can't food to go to waste. Yeah. yeah, we would hate for it to go to waste. Uh, so Starving yeah. kids in Africa. That's right. So come on in and say, I'm here to eat John's burger at the Tim and Mark barbecue. <laughs> because they passive-aggressively planned this assuming we wouldn't be here. Now, I'll gladly take off and not eat the burger or hot dog that Tim and Mark make. You can have mine. I can't make and it. And Brady either. can't make it. He's got to go run the show down there. So we're, 
If they're true gentlemen, they made they brought enough for everyone, assuming we would be here for their olive branch of peace out to the rest of us. But no, they waited for a day KUPD wouldn't be here and planned a big fat barbecue on the patio. I see how that works. So listeners, you're invited. 1100 North 52nd Street starts about 1030, 11 o'clock. Come on down for a free Tim and Mark. While dive. food lasts. <laughs> While it lasts, yes. While supplies last. I mean, we can't say that they, they have an infinite amount of meat. But they have extra if they were decent people. Or they, wouldn't turn you they bought just enough assuming that we weren't here to have a barbecue without us. So wait a minute. Our four will, will throw off the numbers? I'm All of KUPD is not here. You're going to have two today? Sure, why not? You know what? I'm I'm feeling a little bit uh, I'm feeling a little bit parched myself. I yeah. think I might have two as well. Yeah. Eric, I'm you want sorry. a couple burgers? Sure. Maybe a dog. I got Maybe brats. Dog. Brats yeah. as well. I saw some brats. Two over burgers there. and a brat for Eric because he's going to be high as a kite. We're he's throwing off the numbers. No Brady? need to ask me. I was just going to say, my friend. <laughs> what kind of packet of non-lean beef do you want? I'll be dancing a lot tonight. So <laughs> that's I gotta right. Build a good face. Oh, that's right. You're going to be working. You got to performing. Yeah. And and again, maybe planning on getting high, which again. Increases the appetite. Brady's six burgers. Six, two, ten. <laughs> two plus a broad is twelve. Yep. Just this show alone is twelve oh and God, a broad. We're throwing that count way off. So that's twelve and a broad. Larry's gone. John. Larry. Uh, Randall's gone. Randall. Uh, Part timers. All the part timers. Um, who else? Vesley. Fitz. Vesley is. Uh, you're going to have to Shannon. work. Shannon. Shan man. You can just go up to the patio and yell up to the yeah. grill. I'm here for the in. KUPD portions. <laughs> By my guess, I'm thinking that's about 35 burgers. Some sales. Sales won't be here. The KUPD, like Lisa and Jill and all the people that have to be down at the thing for I'll put it. I'll put a cap at 35 burgers and uh, brats. That's the assumption that they would have had to have done for the big Hubbard Radio in-house barbecue that they're throwing conveniently on a day that none of us are here. We're wise to you, Tim and Mark. Wise. <laughs> Don't mess with us. So you guys are more than willing to come on down. You're more than willing to eat it. You can have it. It's right here. You'll smell it. They're doing it right here on the outdoor patio upstairs. I hope Charlie They're comes down. dogs and burgers. You know what? Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing more fun than watching Charlie try to gnaw on a hamburger. That, that t- taffy spin he's got going on with that tongue and tooth. And then he <laughs> has to choke it back with his head like a bird swallowing. Oh, that gave me a flashback. Oh, it's not pretty. Swallowing. It's not pretty. No. Throw some chips in the mix. Mm. You got a good. I wonder if they've got chips. I'll limit the chips to twenty because a lot of people will be having double dogs, double burgers. Could be just those buckets of uh, potato salad or something. You know? Well, you're more than welcome. That's all I'm saying. You're more than welcome here. Well, Trip won't be here. He'll be down at the thing as well. I don't think so. In the no, afternoon? I don't think he's... that's two more. Well, he doesn't eat meat, so vegetarians are allowed. They to. did. They, uh, have, uh, they did offer that they in the. Did, uh, the veggie. They burgers. will have a. Okay. We have another GM that doesn't eat meat. Man, yeah, that's all two in a row. That's how you get there. Wow. Didn't work out Man. well for the last guy. Yeah, he did. He was like eighty three. He was oh, fine. Yeah, right. he made it. And he he went back to the meat a little bit. He, went, he, he ate some red meat at the end. Like, Wait a minute. Yeah. He's like strode. He loved yeah. it. Yeah. And the doctor, I got said, so many ticks left. Yeah. What do I care? <laughs> I'm going to have a steak. He was eating steak at the end there a lot. That's pretty great. Uh, they caught the grandma killer, which I think is fantastic. How about that? That was pretty sweet. She killed her husband and a lady that looked like her. They found her in Padre Island, Texas. I think she was making her way to Mexico. But they caught her in Padre Island. This lady was, 
And again, it goes to show you that the theory of everybody's an asshole till they prove you different is a safe one to live by because she was evidently an engaging, endearing lady and talked to you like a grandma, and then she'd try to kill you and take your identity. She was only talking to people that looked like her. Thanks to the digital boards. Yeah, the digital billboards. Popping her big, dumb mug up on there saying, don't talk to this. And if you look like this, first off, sorry. Second, she's going to kill you and take your wallet. Imagine that. She had her Chardonnay at the bar. Yeah. Is that what she was drinking? I think she's at a Shardy? bar. I don't know. Chardonnay, she was at a, but she was at a bar. I think that's all there is in Padre. Yeah, she was waiting for her next one because they were pretty much on to her. They didn't know where she was. but or, the, or the plan was just take the identity and she's gonna kill go her. on the run. Well, that's what I'm saying. She was, she was already done with the identity. They yes. knew who the lady that she killed was, so she couldn't travel with it anymore. She could right. use it at bars and stuff, but they're not carding her. But yeah, the cops knew and everything. So she was she was hunting for her next one. She's sitting at a bar in Padre Island. She was hunting for the next 58, 70 year old woman that had the kind of Bob White haircut. Creepy. The movie fan in me kind of wanted that to go on for a little while longer. You know, I'm glad no one else died, but would have been a lot more interesting if she'd have made it a little further because they knew she was headed to the Southwest. Last place she was was Fort Myers. She killed her husband at like Michigan or Wisconsin or something. Drove down to Fort Myers and then made it over to Texas. She was heading our way. Oh, yeah. So they got her. So good. And then they uh, they cooked an old man. An 83-year-old man got the death penalty the oldest yesterday. One. The oldest Walter one Moody? What's that? Was it Walter Moody? Isn't Something like that. I thought it was like a movie name. Yeah. 83 years old, and they decided to uh, throw the lethal injection in him. That's enough of you. <laughs> We're tired of feeding That's you. That's enough of you. you. We'll feed you one last time intravenously. Walter Leroy Moody Jr. Yeah, what did he do? Uh, let me find out. Bombs, mail bomb slaying oh, federal that's right. judge in '89. That's the guy. He killed. Also a judge. killed a civil rights attorney. That'll get you the the needle at '83. Anyway, just a quick recap of the news. We'll uh, put it to song later. And also, don't forget today between eleven and one, three KUPD burgers and hot dogs off the patio here, eleven hundred North Fifty Second Street. If you're in the area. We can't be, but they should have enough food for you because we would hate to see that go to waste. I got my eyes on you, Tim and Mark. Uh, what do you got on the big board over there? All right, wake up song brought to you by ELOteam.com. Thinking about buying or selling a house, that is the website you got to hit up, ELOteam.com. Fill out the contact form. We'll get in touch with you. Uh, five Finger Death Punch. There Today's the day. We got the way of the fist up here, Battleborn, the bleeding. No one gets left behind. Way of the Fist was kind of the one that made me go, whoa, maybe we got something here. Yeah, a lot of old school songs on yeah, here. Battleborn's which pretty is good. sweet, too. I like Battleborn. Let's go with that one. I haven't heard that for a bit. Five Finger Death Punch. They do. When they are on point, the show is just pure energy. They just rock it. They'll crush tonight. Although I would like to see one of Ivan's meltdowns one, one of these days, live. Yeah. I think we were close once, but now he's at sober. At the racetrack, weren't we? No, at the racetrack, he was a blast. He was in there drinking with us because that was when we had all those penises, those uh, suction cup penises. He was putting them on his head with us and drinking. He was having a great time. He doesn't drink anymore, so he's sober. So backstage is going to be, again, big trouble. Davis, sober. I don't know if Seven Dust is drinking. They're usually pretty fun, uh, but we'll see about that. All they want to do is bang. Again, I wonder if it was the rubbers and the cargo shorts again for Seven Dust and their rider. Got to be. Because last time was rubbers and cargo shorts, and I loved every second Although of it's not as hot. This time, maybe so. maybe sweatpants or something. Yeah, but they wanted rubbers, loads and loads of rubbers, because they plan on banging everyone in the audience if possible. Yeah, so if you're a lady, get dressed up today when you go to the show. Yeah. You might uh, be banging seven dust. By and if you've got a fat ass, you're going to be under Lejean. He'll take it. 
Our old, uh, it was before you guys were even here. Our old front desk girl used to bang him. Yeah, the mulatto girl. Yeah. yeah she was smoking hot, evidently. I never mm-hmm. saw her, but everybody said she was hot. And she, she had pictures of Lejean behind her. Mm. <laughs> that She would sleep on the desk. She would fall asleep at the yeah, front desk? Yeah, that's a always pillow. a good look. That's She'd, a good employee. <laughs> yeah, she'd just fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, and never nap, late. Nap yeah. time. Yeah, and I'm sure the racist manager at the time wasn't making any sort of correlations to her color and sleeping on the job at all. I'm sure that was... There you go. I can't fire her. But of course she's lazy as sin. Look at her sleeping. I can't do anything about this or I'm the bigot. You know, she's a good one. Shashwanda, wake up. <laughs> this was like 99, 2000, something like that. Yeah, What's that, that picture of? Is that your son? That's Lejean from Seven Dust. Oh my God, he's a tiny little man. I have sex with him and he's in town. Of course you do. How many children has he fathered of yours? You're a horrible man. Mm-hmm. Nappy, nappy. You've been up for over four minutes. I don't know how you've survived this workload. Lane, get me coffee. <laughs> Black. Uh, All right. Might have been like that. Something like that. It's a fun place to be. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, Lejean will do you. And so will the rest of the band. They like condoms, and we're providing them. It's in their rider. Buckets. Of condoms. They love condoms. They keep it safe. And they want multiples. There's no reusers. There's no uh, wash it out and use it again. You're getting brand new fresh condom every time you get banged by a member of Seven Dust. Five Finger Death Punch? Not so sure. I know one of the guys and the things he does is repulsive because some girl told me about vomit and all sorts of things. I'm not interested in any of that. Uh, But they're sober now, so who knows what's going on. It's going to be a good show. I know that. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Yeah, yeah.